Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to my dad wrote a porno. It's a very special day in the Flintstone household. It's very exciting. Congratulations are in order. Yeah. Rocky Flintstone has become a grandfather. Oh, thank goodness you said grandfather. (laughs) The grandfather of porn. Oh my God. I really worried you'd add another kid to the brood. (laughs) Oh God, could you imagine? What was that thing that Margaret Thatcher said? We have become a grandmother. <laughs> we have become a grandfather. Um, That's great yeah, very news. exciting. So that means yeah. you're an uncle now. I'm an official uncle and a godfather again. He's uh, he's trying to beat me. He's trying to beat my score. James, I was asked to be godfather of my new nephew. Yeah. The next day, I was asked to be godfather to another child. I'm up to four. Guys, it's quality, not quantity. <laughs> to another child, he asked. He saw a child on the street. He was like, got a godfather for that. Do you want one? He's placed an advert in the paper. Will godfather for cash. Uh, um, well, that's lovely news. Congratulations it is. to the it's whole really clan. Exciting. Many congrats to every Flintstone in the family. Um, do we know the name? Are we allowed to know? The baby is called Bam Bam. Oh, lovely. Oh, it's perfect. Very nice. (laughs) We're going to keep the name a little bit on the down low just uh, for my sister's privacy. But yeah, really, really exciting. Basically, so everyone doesn't grab the domain names. (laughs) Exactly. In 50 years, it'll be my grandfather wrote a porno and this whole thing will start all over again. Oh my God, great, great. But that's not what we're actually here to do. (laughs) We're not here to just talk about dad being a granddad. We are talking book six. It's time to review book six, guys. I'm always surprised we call this the best of book six. The worst of, would you rather? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or just like... Some of. Notable moments. Okay. Yeah, things that made us wheeze. The easiest bits of book six to remember. (laughs) Yeah. There are a lot, though. Uh, I put out on Instagram, actually, asking people for their favourite moments. Yeah, thanks for getting in touch, because we wouldn't have been able to do this without you. No, because, <laughs> as usual, Alice forgot everything. Well, it's funny you say that, because you said, what are your favourite moments from book six? Mm. So and I, you didn't reply. And so I, Well, actually, I started listening from the beginning of the series. <laughs> I got partway through episode one, and I wrote down, like, five things, right? Who says she hasn't got a life? <laughs> Obviously, me listening... Is me listening for the first time because I don't remember a single goddamn Obviously. thing. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, what are they? <laughs> well, actually, it's all, it all just seems to be consecutive. So it's just one moment. <laughs> it's a little bit that you like. It's just a lovely okay. little bit that I like. So do you remember when Toffee Apple Chew wears a rosette? Yes. To the to Westminster Abbey at the yes. funeral. I just adored. Oh, I can't remember that. 
That's one of your highlights of book six. Playing the spoons at the funeral. Oh, yeah. Really good. The order that Spooner had last ravaged them was the order that they were in the queue. Yeah. And then the one that basically is my favourite moment from that episode. What? Is Jamie trying to say the word morning, but of course he oh, could yeah. only say morning. Morning. No, it, it no, it isn't me not being able to say it. It's me saying it, you know. Are you about to say properly? <laughs> I'm resisting saying See you properly. in prison, because that is the biggest crime I've ever heard. Okay, I can't speak properly. I cop to it. Uh, well, before we get to it properly, mm-hmm. um, we should talk about the tour, because it started. We're in it. Oh my God, I know. So much fun. I'm in warning for my life, because now we're just <laughs> on the road, baby. A lot of people are asking if you need to be up to date with the podcast. Yeah, you don't. you don't at all. I mean, it's it's dad. Nothing makes sense ever. And actually, it's kind of a fun standalone. So it's quite. it's yeah. sort of the prime thing to bring your mate too, that's not necessarily as much of a blinker. And also, you get to write some of the book, this live show. Dad's done a kind of like, pick your own porno show, whereby (laughs) the audience at various points throughout the show have to decide decisions and it takes the book into different directions. So you are part of the show like never before. Yeah, no two shows are the same. It's great. It's all your fault. (laughs) Exactly. And don't forget, if you booked a ticket way back when in 2019, ah, the good old days. days. In UK and Europe, then your original ticket will be honoured and there is a rescheduled date waiting for you. So just check at mydadwriteporno.com forward slash live. All the info there about your new date. And we've also emailed you personally to remind you to get your ass to the theatre yeah james actually has done that I know. which i really love <laughs> so check your trash it's probably in there took me ages one by one <laughs> did you actually because there is a way around that i should have <laughs> we should have said i wondered why you look so knackered but you get a little taste of what it's like to work with james exactly like, very yeah. organized man just Huge reminding man. you this is what you bought please still come <laughs> See you there. I'm looking forward to Helsinki. I've never been to Helsinki before. Bit of Finland. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, first time in Finland. Alice, where are you looking forward to? Um, yeah, where am I looking forward to? London, probably. It's right near your house. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop straight back up. Just covered in pyjamas. Well, funny you mention that, actually, because the five Palladium dates have sold so well that we're adding another one, May the 18th, at the Royal Festival Hall in London. So if you missed your chance on the Palladium ones, do not worry. We're going nowhere, baby. North America. US, Canada, we're coming to you. San Francisco, Los Angeles. Seattle. Seattle. Vancouver, Toronto. Yes. <laughs> Radio City Music Hall in New York City. I cannot wait. That will be our biggest show ever. And that's the final night of the tour, so it's going to be mega. So, if you haven't got your tickets yet, what are you waiting for? They are selling out. Go to mydadwriteporno.com forward slash live. They are selling faster than the cry no more knife at the <laughs> Steel's Pots and Pans stall at the Pots and Pan Pacific Conference. Easy for you right? to say. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Um, which, speaking of, we should delve into the best, or our favourite, let's not say best, you're right, James, our favourite bits of book six. Well, we have to, st- I like, there's one that just came up time and again. I think I know what you mean. Is he a DJ? <laughs> He's a DJ. He does the breakfast show on Steel Spots and Pans Radio. <laughs> the man is an icon. Bella wasted no time in jumping onto head of marketing, Ian Snail. <laughs> Snail is allergic to salt. He's not slug. Aren't they the same? <laughs> they are. They are slugs with houses. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
spat my champagne all over my face. I, I would ask why we've never heard about him before. Because this is the best day of my life. It takes him so long to get to the office. I think that was one of the top five moments of my life when we heard that name for the first time. We were so drunk. It's such a wet, sloppy response. It's just like snot and like snorting and tears and wheezing. Oh yeah, the cleanup after that episode, Alice, must have been... Oh my God. God. I had forgotten quite how much joy that brought us, but hearing it again, it's actually given me a light head. What is it about Ian... Because there's obviously <laughs> loads of like crackerjack names in this book. What is it about Ian Snail specifically that got us so hard? It's so evocative. It's not just us though. People have drawn incredible... The tattoo? A guy got a tattoo. Yeah. It's half snail, half man holding a briefcase. <laughs> like he's got this uh, a shell... And it's massive on the top of his arm. It's, it's not, not a okay. little one. It's, it's not a little one. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it properly. I think it's because, unlike the build-up to some characters, Ian's now just slid in yeah, under, slid the, out <laughs> under the radar on a letter sleeve. And also, I think because it was the last episode of the series, we weren't, and she was back at Steel, so we weren't expecting a new character. Oh, my God. And suddenly, bam, Ian Snail. Least Snow. of all, someone who was quite so important to the company structure and we should have heard about far sooner. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, that's just pure Rocky, isn't it? Book six, end of the book, still delivering iconic characters. <laughs> yeah. Like Ian Snail, I mean, dare I say it, has maybe surpassed Toffee Apple Chew as novelty characters that people enjoy. <laughs> it's a proper Noah's Ark, isn't it, Steels? Oh, it really is. There was somebody else that made an appearance in book six who I really enjoyed. And it also was at the same point that we learned something about Tony's office. <laughs> Belinda, Tony said sternly. I must introduce you to Giles Cotton's birth. <laughs> you absolutely must, my darling. Oh, Giles, I'm so sorry. What a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Panting, Belinda wiped sweaty strands of hair from her forehead, pushed her tits back into her blouse as she smiled at an elderly lobbyist reclining on Tony's sofa bed. <laughs> bed in the office <laughs> for those long nights you he's know. lying down on a sofa bed you gotta commit when it comes oh to steals God, honestly the structure of that office is just mad the furniture but think you know you're about to close a deal in i don't know hong kong you can't go home and go to bed exactly yeah it's a 24-hour business it's barely an eight-hour business <laughs> that was actually quite a dramatic episode wasn't it that's where George George turned out to be Giles. Yes, yes, yes. And Belinda tried to apprehend him. Oh my God, yeah. In her own inimitable style. Belinda began to prepare her tools to perform a citizen's arrest. (laughs) (laughs) That took my breath away. Wait, are you going to say she's going to handcuff him? Because that's not what you do on a citizen's arrest. No, she's not going to handcuff him. She's going to fashion handcuffs. (laughs) Like a blacksmith. (laughs) Puts on a welder's mask. Great. (laughs) Tools for a citizen's arrest. Only Rocky. Citizen's arrest. That is so good. I mean, you'd think that because Belinda is kind of in cahoots with MI5 and stuff, it wouldn't need to be a citizen's arrest. 
It could just be an actual arrest if she has that sort of authority. There's a lot of confusion about the jurisdiction around those arrangements. <laughs> Does she just carry that tool bag around with her at all times? It's her briefcase. Oh, of course. She's got a spanner in there. She's got a hammer in there. She's got a chisel in there. <laughs> there was so much um, kind of spy stuff. It really ramped up the spy narrative. It kind of completed it in a way, this book. It got quite complicated, yeah. And one of my favourite bits was when Belinda came across a gadget from Senor Zip. <laughs> One was a cool radio for the shower. (laughs) (laughs) It's waterproof. Belinda tested it out to start the day, and while she was washing her soapy tits, she was enjoying the music. How clever that no electric shocks could happen, despite this piece of electrical equipment being near water. I know that this is really stupid, but I'm with her. A shower radio. I just love a shower radio. Blows my mind to this day. It's the dark arts, isn't it? And they called it puppy love. Interception, interception. Oh, Oh, it's a communication device. Interception, interception. Then Senor Zip's voice (laughs) rang out as clear as dawn. And they call it interception, interception. It's just a remix. I think that's a Victoria Beckham song, isn't it? (laughs) With Dane Bowers. Loved it. I think Dark Child produced that. I love that he could have had any gadget. He could have invented anything. He just went with a shower radio. It wasn't in a previous book an anklet that could turn into binoculars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think interception, interception should be what you say when you go to interrupt somebody in a conversation. Interception, interception. Just what I say. Uh... I actually think there was a a much better gadget in this book that wasn't even linked to the spies. This was some, oh. a new Steel's Pots and Pans product. Oh, Finally. The aforementioned Cry No More Knife. Yes. Good day, Pan Pacific. She bellowed. <laughs> I don't imagine that was the reaction. <laughs> Tumbleweed. She bellowed to no one in particular. Welcome to the cutting edge onion buster utensil everyone's on about. <laughs> on about. Although I personally love the stylish oxy onion goggles of last season, I had a 3D pair myself. 3D. The boffins at Steel's Pots and Pans have now created something better. I give you a sharp knife that blows air outwards as it slices <laughs> onions. Right. <laughs> the sign is a hairdryer with, with a, a knife strapped to it. <laughs> The silence in the fast dispersing crowd worried Belinda. Oh, it's clearing out. She's 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 done an absolute rotter. Who just shouted out, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> now I know why she wasn't very sure about how to use it. This is the future. With that authoritative statement, Bella began chopping an onion live on stage. <laughs> live! <laughs> a live onion chopping. Imagine the spectacle. David Blaine's not done this one, has he? But unfortunately... Oh, no. The settings hadn't been expertly calibrated Why on the Blade not? Air filter. Much to her embarrassment, squirts of onion juice sprayed into her heavily mascaraed eyes. Oh, so now it's sucking the air back and like sort of... <laughs> it's blowing it into Wow, her. that it's is badly calibrated. <laughs> Why does it even have that option? Ah, oh, no, my eyes! They're blinded by juice! <laughs> I forgot quite how chaotic... <laughs> and that's cut down. 
<laughs> we missed a trick. An onion live. I mean, we should just do that. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Cancel the tour. <laughs> we'll just go on stage and each chop an onion. Why did we make a show? We got some genius uh, designs for that, actually, after the episode. Oh my People God, we did. So one guy created a whole... Do you remember this trailer he did? Yeah. It was like a CGI trailer Amazing. advertising the Crying No More It Dark. looks great. I'd actually buy that. But yeah, some gra- someone really delved into the science of it and actually made a practical work. It's amazing. The yeah. science of what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess the little fans that would blow the, oh, okay. the onion juice. I don't know. <laughs> I just love the image of Bella just like... It's <laughs> like floods of tears trying to sell this thing. I mean, it was quite a big book for bodily functions generally, actually. I think I know what you're referring to. George, you asshole. Vomit underbarf. You <laughs> vomit underbarf. Vomit underbarf. <laughs> I said, Vama Chandaba. I thought that was like a German colleague. Vama Chandaba, come here. Herr Vama Chandaba. <laughs> Hello, I'm James Vama Chandaba. <laughs> oh, you, you know, Mrs. Marshall of Oster Clots. I'm Herr Vama Chandaba. So it goes, George, you asshole. Vomit under bath. You have spew sick wretch. <laughs> Absurd. Absurd. Absolutely crazy. Um, I don't think we get enough credit for the character names we come up with sometimes. And actually, James Vomit under bath sounds like you would be sort of high up in German society. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you think? So aristocratic. Yeah, I don't know. There's a kind of glam about it. Duke James Bobby <laughs> It's a name that everyone wants. <laughs> but not everyone can get. I did um, particularly enjoy this year that we kind of got to know Belinda's backstory a bit more. You love the biography. I just think she's an enigma. We've mm. discussed before. And I think this book did some work. I mean, not a lot of work, but some work to kind of fill her out. We learnt about her past, where she came from. Oh, yeah. We learnt about her parents. Arriving to the family home, she was shocked to find no one at home. Oh, no matter, she thought. Dad was probably sniffing a vine and mum a line. A line? <laughs> <laughs> Mum's on coke. Mum's doing a bit of Charlie. <laughs> I don't know what sniffing a vine is, but I know what sniffing a line is. Oh my gosh. Dad, Dad was probably sniffing a vine and mum a line. Parents, Belinda knew, were not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really no surprise that they're absolutely bonkers. Yeah. We learn a lot about them and their personalities, which I guess pieces together why she is such an eccentric woman. Unusual lady, um, yeah. She's, she's giving me a real, like, Adina Patsy vibes from Ab Fab, the way you portrayed her, Jamie. Yeah, I have a lot of notes on the mum. What? <laughs> yeah. How do you grow up with that personality? And to be fair, end up as normal as Belinda. What was her job? <laughs> she was um, quite a shit burlesque dancer, right? She wasn't oh, very yes. successful. <laughs> and um, she had quite the ditty. Yeah, she just would, like, do performances <laughs> to anyone who walked into her kitchen. <laughs> She sung Belinda an intoxicated torch song. Oh my god, he's gonna sing. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? 
My love, you I have not seen, my love. It's true, your body is looking lean. How's he doing this off the top of his head? This what's his melody? But first and last and only daughter. <laughs> and that took a turn. Why do you look so mean? Is she writing this on the spot? <laughs> Jamie's writing on the spot. Literally. Old Mother Blumenthal. Old, Old Mother Blumenthal. Oh, yeah, money. <laughs> Looking like. Why is that man? My first and last and only daughter. <laughs> the only daughters are any bit. <laughs> <laughs> what is that tune? Does Rocky supply you with sheet music? <laughs> no, I just, I just made that up because... That was one of the times that I did prepare a bit in advance. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I have to sing some sort of song. And that's what you chose? (laughs) It's so morose. (laughs) What would you have rather? Like, first and last and only daughter. It's just haunting. It's such a strange (laughs) melody. It was a torch song. It was supposed to be like, you know, anguish. Right, Sure. And also, can we just dissect what she was actually saying there? So basically, she's saying, you're never around. You look very thin. You're looking thin. And why do you look so mean? Why was she looking so so mean? It doesn't make sense. Well, Belinda was probably looking mean because she was like on coke in front of her. She was like, Mum, can you just like chill for five minutes? She's not got a great poker face at the best of times. And when confronted with a version of Adina, you're like, oh, not this again. Well, speaking of parents. Hmm. As we love to do. Do you remember when Alice made the <gasps> ultimate Oh my gosh, yes I do. I wake up your in, father. I wake up in the night and think about it. <laughs> There's one rule of my dad. Yeah. Um, I just presumed. (laughs) 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 Just use Rocky's real name. That has not never happened before. I'm so sorry that slipped out. You are no longer head presenter of. I was going to say things have really changed. (laughs) I don't know how that popped out. What I meant. (laughs) The police. You're going to the clink. <laughs> and obviously, that night you spent in the cell. And I deserved it. My God, I deserved it. She, she's still tagged now. I handed myself in because that isn't a great a crime. I can't believe that that hasn't actually happened before, to be fair. Yeah, I was going to say, that is genuinely the first time you've done that. I now default to Rocky. I very rarely call Rocky by Rocky. Even in real name. life, you don't. Yeah, I, it's too risky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has morphed into Rocky now. Like the man that he was before is is a mere it's shadow. Sadly gone. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I I can only apologise. I mean, hearing it there, you put the whole operation at risk, Alice, <laughs> and I I think I'll never forgive you. I must be honest. I'm the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. 
Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mydad. There were some great bits that, that were like subtle stuff that dad wrote this series that really made us laugh. Um, particularly when he just, he just wrote two words that made us absolutely howl. It is factually correct. This would be good. Lawyers have to be dialed. <laughs> oh, God, what is this going to be? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I already hard disagree. It is high on It is factually correct <laughs> to, say, to say that lust is as powerful a drug as heroin. <laughs> And Belinda was an addict scoring on the badass streets of desire. (laughs) Never have two words brought so much joy. Oh my gosh, when he gets you, gets you though, doesn't he? He just shouldn't be allowed to say that. Like, let's just regulate the books in the future. He's going to get us into a lot of trouble if he keeps saying everything's factually correct. Were we just delirious throughout this book? Honestly. Your poor neighbours. <laughs> I have to say, look, Rocky is one thing, and we know what we're dealing with. Oh, there. he's one thing. He's one thing. All right, <laughs> my God, he's one thing. But the element of all of this that I just cannot forgive is Jamie's defence of Rocky. <laughs> what do you At mean? Every turn, actually, the weirdest turn. Yeah, he jumps in, and he we- he's like a dog with a bone. Sometimes I think he just wants a fight. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I figure that if things aren't mentioned, you can plausibly say that they... Um, <laughs> don't look at me like that. No, I, I can't think, defend you if you're going to be silly. But if Dad definitively says they aren't somewhere, then we know they aren't. But if he just doesn't mention that they are or not, they could have been there. So is that now a rule for everything? <laughs> Mickey Mouse is there! We've never mentioned him, but he's been following Belinda this whole time! What are you on about? Bella's covered in shit! We've never mentioned it, but it's there. I haven't said she isn't. I didn't say Belinda wasn't a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) The Duchess has 27 lip piercings. Okay, point taken, fine. Steel spots and pans is on the moon. You should have asked. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it was absurd logic at the time. What an unbelievable claim. This is what <laughs> these books have done to me. That will go down to history as being the weakest defence you've ever heard. Yeah. But something that you can't question is that he creates things that become common parlance, like part of our vernacular. That's true. Heaven on a hat stand from years gone by. The cow's moo, a gentleman's woof. Oh, that's one of my personal favourites. The flesh of mankind. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I think... There's one thing that is being adopted by offices the world over. She was now expected to E-D-A-D-D. E-D. A-D-D. Should we guess what eat dick all day, dude, or something? (laughs) You got one word right in there. Dick. No. Oh, day. Day, yes. Every day. Oh. Ass day. No, but you're very close. Every day. Yeah. Uh, is it about like hot desking or something? She's expected to like mm-hmm. every day, anywhere. No. Every day, ass? No. Every day, ask. Ask? Yeah, no. ask. No. Oh. <laughs> every day. Every I mean, day, allow. Every no. day, and. And? No. Oh. <laughs> Fun as this is, I might just say. No, every, no, ev- we're not done yet. Okay. Yeah. Every day. What other words start with A? Every day, anal? No. Can we move on from the A and do the desk? So it's like every day something desk, desk duty Ugh. or something or desk. You're close. Is desk in it? Desk is one of the words, yeah. Everyday alternative desk. You'll kick yourselves when you hear <laughs> oh, it. Oh God, it's one of those acronyms you always forget. <laughs> so, so she was now expected to E-D-A-D-D. Every day a different desk. <laughs> ah, ah, that ah, was ah. <laughs> Every day a different desk. It's, they call it a hot desking. It's right. Called, it's not well, called e-dad. No, they call it every day a different desk. I've heard that. <laughs> Are you e-dadding? Yeah, me too. Why does he insist on making his life more difficult? I don't know. I think e-dad's going to catch on. Because what's the etymology of hot desking? It's like, oh, this desk is too warm. I, I can't I must stay move. for long. <laughs> and now in like a post-pandemic world, you know, people aren't going to the office every day. They have to share their office space. They're e-dadding. They're e-dadding. <laughs> I would argue every day a different desk is not a pandemic safe way to live but yeah okay (laughs) just spread it all over the office baby I've just remembered someone from the book who? like someone who became like quite legendary quite quickly Clint do you remember Clint? (gasps) Clint her old the boyfriend yeah old flame yeah 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 and I mean he played him like a uh, what, like an old Manx stoner? <laughs> well, that's what he was. Oh, right, okay. Sure. <laughs> he wasn't Manx. He was like he was from Kent, wasn't he? Um, I did particularly enjoy it when they were flirting, that really mm. awkward chat that they had. <gasps> I love Rocky Dialogue. Belinda, uh. am I dreaming or just doped? He said dopily. <laughs> Could you be both, dearest Clint? Dearest Clint. Clint! Clint! Could you be both, dearest Clint? Belinda flirted casually. You usually are. Usually, they've not seen each other for 20 years. <laughs> wow. I thought you were a mover and a shaker in the big smoke. I am. Belinda laughed as she pointed at her rapidly burning cigarette. Why? Clint laughed too. What, she pointed at her cigarette? Like, oh, I, that makes... Wow, I thought you were a mover and a shaker in the big smoke. I am, as she pointed at us. Fucking hell. Top notch banter. (laughs) Top notch banter. Belinda laughed as she pointed at her rapidly burning cigarette. Clint laughed too. Then Belinda laughed again, thinking, gosh, it was always so natural, this dude. (laughs) 
als unnatural conversation I've ever heard. They're as thick as each other, so I can see why they got on. Gosh, it was oh. always so natural with this dude. <laughs> it's so fucking boring. <laughs> it must have been over ten years since I told you you look like a foxy mama. Foxy <laughs> oh mama. God. Wow. Foxy mama, because he's from the seventies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to tear my skin off. The thing is, Rocky is such a great conversationalist in real life. Dynamic, yes. yeah. yeah. Why can't he put it on the page? Oh, that is... Like, I feel so stressed at how uncomfortable that chat is. How does he do it? Like, seriously, with so few words, creates such a whole person. I mean, I think a lot of credit has to go to voice work there. I very rarely extend that compliment, but, uh, you know, really, I mean, fantastic. It just jumps out of the the speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And credit to the listeners for, you know, trying to have an imagination and and trying to make something out of the mess. (laughs) One thing that I loved about this book was that we kind of finally had the wrap-up of the the kind of wider narrative that we've been in, enjoying for the past four books, I think. I hate it when he says narrative because mm. it reminds me that that's what it was intended to be. <laughs> yeah, and wrap-up is such a strong phrase for what happened. I suppose if you gathered the tatters of shredded documents, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are sort of, you know, wrapping them up into yeah, the bin. Yeah, but... and then tying the bin back. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Because so much of the books have lately been about Belinda's pursuit of one particular thing. And for once, it's not an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> and... Well, she found him. Mr. Hushman, the background goon, had felt the shift in weight from the tail being removed from his costume. The blueprints! <gasps> the blueprints are in the tail! <laughs> Why? 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 <laughs> oh, well, I'll just put these in my tail for the sex party. <laughs> are on normal paper. <laughs> squealed. As his eyes rolled from the back of his head to rejoin the scene. <laughs> oh, so stupid. One of the most extraordinary voices you've ever done. <laughs> Thank you. It just doesn't make any sense. Why did he hide the blueprints in the tail for the sex party dressed as a mouse? James, this isn't your world. Like, you're not to know the, the, the schemes and the tactics. Honest to God. That whole end section of this book, I just loved. So that that was when she was at, yeah, that sex party in kind Berlin. orgy. Mm. Yeah, and then she was chasing Agent XYZ, who turned out to be Maeve, and then uh, Bish came and that kind of... There was a huge theatrical performance. There was the stage spectacular with the moving platform and the lighting. And it really looked like it was going to be curtains for Belinda. They were about to kill her. And then, oh, and Wayne Burt was there, who was Dr. Robbins, but he was actually an American. Oh, my goodness. Sure. (laughs) The three beans were just his baked beans business. I mean, so much happened. And we thought it was the end of Belinda. But Rocky had us. He had our backs. Now, before you die... Get on your knees and suck my nice-sized cock. That was horrible. Did someone say cock? (laughs) 
so. Oh my so god. So, whenever anybody says <laughs> cock, even if it's not a member of cock, she appears, I presume, on a horse. Did someone say cock? Oh my god, I love it. What an entrance. Belinda, Bish, Maeve, and Dr. Wayne Burt Robbins. <laughs> was, we're, we're still sticking with the alias, fine. Turned in a gasp explosion. <gasps> The Duchess jumped from her steed S and cartwheeled towards Belinda. Well, cartwheeled <laughs> towards Belinda. She's surprised, isn't she? She's got the hips of a much younger woman. She centrifugally threw her body between Belinda and Agent XYZ and karate chopped Maeve's back. <laughs> so, she fell st- so she fell stricken to the floor. Hurry <laughs> up! Do you know what I can think about now? How did they get Toffee Apple Chew to Germany? I'm like, <laughs> in the cargo hold of a plane, did, did Toffee Apple Chew just have a seat? Or on to the ferry, and then you drive on from there in a horse box. Yeah, but like when you're in a bit of a hurry and trying to save someone's life, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of like documents you'll have to fill in, especially now we're not in the EU anymore. It's not going to be easy. No, you know in Free Willy and the like, when they put killer whales in those harnesses, oh, and they yeah. can lift them out of the water, mm. how far could you have a horse and a harness to fly it over? Probably not from <laughs> England to Germany. To Germany, no. It's no. not that far though. I mean, what would it take to drive? Like a day, a day and a half? What if Toffee Apple Chew just drove? <laughs> this is ludicrous. <laughs> no, drove her in a horse box. <laughs> she got an the steering wheel with the hoofs. It's not ye olden times. Toffee Apple Chew can't just ride across Europe. But yeah, fantastic moment. I just have this image of the Duchess like atop a hill with the sun behind her. Very Gandalf in yes, Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Except inside. Inside, In this, in this strange room with <laughs> yes. this special ring. <laughs> and Dr. Robin slash Wayne Burt with his travelling desk. But oh, the desk. The desk. <laughs> Every day a different desk. Every day the same desk. Takes For him, him, he takes, takes it with him. <laughs> like Ian Snail's house. <laughs> but obviously, cock, the confidential order of cookware. Oh, C-O-C-K. Yes, save the day. Absolutely. Everyone was kind of brought to justice. We thought everything was getting back to normal. They were just having a nice old orgy back at the office. And then came... A huge twist. Yeah. Belinda was basically told by Sir James that business is brutal, she wasn't getting her job back, and that basically she should be lucky to even be employed on this temporary basis that she'd suddenly had to endure with Bella being made the International Sales Director of Steel Spots and Bands. An utter, (laughs) utter disgrace. (laughs) Wow, that's a lot to say. And the whole end of book six was kind of like revelatory. Uh, we flash back to Berlin where Petra told Belinda she had inherited Bish Hersterlung and was now at the head of the company, only for Belinda to tell her to stuff it because she was loyal to Steel's Pots and Pans. So we thought we knew where it was going and Dad just did a proper U-turn. A full-on U-turn. We were going back to where we came from. <laughs> the handbrake was on and we were just spinning wildly. <laughs> Business is brutal. Sir James's talk clattered around Belinda's cerebral matter, holding her nose from the slight stench of the steel's toilets. (laughs) It's better been in there. Belinda finished dialing. Nervous-like, she held the phone to her right ear hole. Hello, is that Petra? Estist Belinda... I've changed my mind. <gasps> How soon can I start? Oh, holy shit. Belinda, blink. Oh my God. But what a finale. Oh my God. I mean, act. 
actually genius. Actually genius. Stop now. No, but actually genius, Never Alice. Stop. Because think about it. <laughs> like, what a great direction to take things. The rivals. The rivals. She's going to have to go to a different country, set up a business against her old company. Family. Family. Yes, family. Yes, family. I kind of love it. It just shows, treat your employees well, otherwise they will fuck you over, just like Belinda. Yeah, and if you two don't start treating me better, I'm out of bloody door. That is fine, but not before we just finish. Can we just wrap this up first? Oh, sure. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah, some things yeah. to say. Yeah, 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 of course. This was fun. This was fun. I forget how many funny bits there are. And it's always, to me, it's always those little throwaway lines that you forget that just like... They just kill me. The magic's in the granular. It really is. Every time we do one of these, I'm always like, oh, fuck, this is a really fun show. I do love it. <laughs> Not thinking it the rest of the time. No. <laughs> he needs, that's why we brought him back for this. <laughs> I am in shackles here. I'm chained to my chair. Well, Jamie, it doesn't have to be over. It'll never be over, James. <laughs> It'll never be over. We've got the tour. We've got the tour. Yes. We've got the tour. And... Um, I guess we can say now we're going to come back for some Christmas specials. Obviously, it wouldn't be Christmas without Belinda. And there's a few more, should we keep those a surprise? A few, few more special things over yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working on some things in the background. Don't look at me, don't look at me. We're just in the background, please. We are Mr. Hushman, the background goons. We are working our asses off for you. Fun stuff, though. Fun yeah. stuff, fun stuff. So uh, we'll see you on the road and we'll see you later in the year. Lots of love from Team Porno. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.